Kiara, I think you have something to say. You're like, <laughs> yeah, it's not recording on Clean Feed. Holy crap! Nosy Pod is brought to you by three creatives from Brooklyn. We are friends, collaborators, and commentators seeking to ask life's biggest questions. I'm Maya. I'm Kiara. And I'm Zaylee. Who's ready to get nosy? I am. (laughs) Me too. Welcome back to Nosy Pod. Are we all excited? Yes. Amazing. We're so excited to be giving you this ear juice, this sweet nectar of a pod. This is going to be good, you guys. And today, our question is, drum roll, please. I don't know who's going to do the drum roll. Yeah. Okay. Someone put a drum roll in. (laughs) How does popularity work? This is such an interesting question because I think about this constantly and less so now because I'm just an adult and popularity has like basically ceased to exist. But when I was in high school, like that was everything. That was the main thing. It was the only thing. Going into college was also like that as well. Definitely. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was how I like found friends was kind of reading popularity. Not that I, I not that I cared about it personally, you know, but I it was a not part that I cared of, at all. <laughs> but, uh, it was just a part of understanding what was going on. I mean everyone else, not me. <laughs> okay, but before we get into all of that, we need to we need to know, the people need to know, do you guys think you're popular? I do not think I'm popular. I just never have been, and I'm totally okay with that. I kind of think the best people are not going to be liked by everyone. That's okay. I've got, like, my clique of people that I feel like I roll with, and that's kind of how it's been since I was younger. Like, I feel like I've always had between, let's say, three and six friends in most social settings that I'm, like, really close with, but I don't like and I kind of don't feel the need to like be a social butterfly liked by everyone it kind of feels taxing for Mm. me to have to do that all the time but also obviously i wanted to be popular in high school so like clearly like people didn't let me in (laughs) but (laughs) but i i think for the most part i'm I'm not popular Mm. i okay i would say yes Mm. but it's also the way that I measure popularity and that's like I think about it as as likability so Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that I have all these friends but it's more like I am likable to a a good amount of people Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah is how I would describe it Mm -hmm. I would describe you as that too me too don't be humble you're likable (laughs) thank you you deserve it cool cool thanks everyone I'm going to say that I am not popular and it eats me up inside. I'm kidding. It doesn't. But I, I don't think I'm popular. And I feel like because I feel like I know that because when I walked into a party in college, I was not the most talked to person there, although I deserve to be. And in my mind, like I you know in <laughs> old TV shows Thanks. where like someone walks through the door and you hear applause and it's like Maya. And like everyone's like, you know, the person looks into <laughs> the camera half smiling. That's kind of the reception that I want. And that is a. Uh, a sign of popularity <laughs> to me. I just want to be adored by everybody. Mm. I mean, if if you don't like me, that's fine. 
because I don't trust your judgment. You don't have good taste. <laughs> That's your problem. That's your problem. But I do like adoration and I want more of it. Hmm. I kind of feel in the same boat as you, Maya. I feel like I deserve it. Mm-hmm. Shoot. I deserve my applause. Where's mm-hmm. my, like, where are the dolphins? Like, the laugh track in the background. Yeah. The dolphins really killed. That's how you imagine your entrance. Hopping over me, the water, like, comes up around me. That's what I want. That's so interesting, though, because I think that both of you are popular. That's, like, that's the weird part. I see those dolphins when you walk in the room. (laughs) Oh. You know? My heart. And I know other people see that, too. Really? Yeah. It really depends, yeah, like you said, Kiara, on how we measure it. Totally. For some, I think popularity, you know, could just mean, like, how many people know your name? Mm. Like, in the social circles that you're a part of, can people say, like, oh, you know, Zaylee? Oh, yeah, girl, I know her. (laughs) And I do think that there are some names that come up a lot for me. I mean, we kind of have... Yeah we have some circles that intersect mm-hmm. and there are some names people I've never met people I've never gone to school with whatever but they like come up so much and I'm like well I guess they're popular even though mm. I don't even know them like who oh like, juice uh, <laughs> like uh okay goddamn um who's that girl that who oh who I adore me too we stand. It's interesting that that you're saying a lot of people from. Yeah, because y'all but. talk about them so damn much. <laughs> but it is interesting being in the New York City because we all went to high school together. We are all part of the same New York City crowd. And I went to different middle school than Kiara and Zaley did. So that like brought its own cohort of people that people know about. And I do feel like it's a small world, at least in like the independent school circle. I, this is not that important, but I just think it's interesting to know who gets repeated and i will say you guys i think we're climbing up the ranks i'm gonna say it i think i think people will be like zaley my and kiara's podcast woo like it's happening y'all better make this podcast popular period i also think we're climbing up the ranks because there's less people for us to see if we're popular from you know what i mean like the circle around us what do you mean oh i just Moving out of high school, you have a clear community that you're seeing every single day. So if you're popular, you can see it from those people because it's a constant. Then you move to college, which is bigger, but you still have these people. And it's like people are moving in and out of it, but you still have a community to measure. Okay, Mm -hmm. am I popular? Now we're on our way out of college and there's less people around (laughs) us. And we can kind of feel more popular because we can feel more confident with not having that many people around us to see if we're popular or not. So... I feel progressively popular because mm-hmm. there's less people to tell me if I'm popular or not or to show Ooh, me. <laughs> that's really interesting. But that's how I feel about transitioning from school to halfway adulthood or yeah. whatever, wherever I'm at right now, whatever it's called. Yeah. And I think that you raise a really good point, Kiara. And it reminds me of the fact that popularity just looks so different depending on where you are and what scenario you're in and your community and one person's popular doth not make another's or maybe mm-hmm. that's the whole point of popularity <laughs> is that it does unclear unclear <laughs> but my question is like what like what are how do popular people act to you because i feel like i have a really specific and kind of more positive idea of popular people just because maybe i aspire to be popular what, what do you guys think i think popular people act real desperate 
they like <laughs> people i think who oh and this is not an insult to you kiara i think you're a fantastic person you are not desperate girl i just want to say that because i am remembering now that you were like yes i'm popular but <laughs> from what i've observed from just like you know life <laughs> my life experiences is that popular people as soon as they enter a space a room a mm. new job a new you know program organization anything like that they are laser focused on like who are the power brokers in this space like who do i need to get no next to who do i need to be around in order to like you know boost my own status that's what I observe of like popular people. And I'm making it sound like something that's really, really sinister. But I think for some people, it happens really naturally. They're like, who are the cool people? I want to be next to them. And I think that's a totally fine instinct. But I just noticed that popular people are really good at doing it. And they do it a lot. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a practice. And like that's kind of the thing about popularity is it feels like it has to be maintained a little bit. It's, it's I mean, you can have... I think you can have these qualities, natural qualities, like, you know, if you're charming, you're funny, if you're interesting, if you're cool, those are things that can come to you. But I do think it's something that you have to maintain, that you have to maintain in order to, because it's so much about status too. But I was going to say that for me, I, I, I already said this, but I have a little more romantic definition of what popularity is, or like in my mind, <laughs> I just think of a good popular person it, they make you feel seen when they talk to you so that when they're talking to you you're like they're really like oh my god i can't believe <laughs> talking to me i'm i feel so acknowledged um but then you know but like what makes them popular is you know that the attention is fleeting like you know they're just they're just deciding to give you a little taste and you can have more but they're not going to give it to you it just kind of feels like this negotiation of of attention yeah i agree and I feel like we've talked about this before just in our conversations in friendship. But mm. yeah, there's this quality of of gravitation. Mm. And I associate like with Ooh. being seen, they know how to make you feel like draw you in mm. and not it doesn't like whatever you get out of it, you know, it might you get drawn in, you might not get much, but you still initially are <laughs> drawn in. And there's like this sense of FOMO. It's attached yes. with that person. If I'm not, you know, seen by that person or if I'm not in that circle or that space with that person, like, I am missing out. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. There's a little bit of tension between our two definitions because my and Kiara, like, there is something about these people that makes them feel special. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think my definition is a little more like, we make them feel special. Like we prop them up so that when they talk to you, you're like, oh my God, I'm getting this person's attention. Oh. But it's only because like we've already adorned them with the like talking stick, the metaphorical, like <laughs> you are the person who gets to walk around with this layer around your shoulders. And so therefore like when they talk to you, it's already like, ha, 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 you know? <laughs> so in this moment, we're all pretending that we're okay with each other's opinions. But in reality, this discussion about whether popular people were actually special actually ended up being quite the spirited uh, disagreement. And I'm talking about voice notes back and forth until the wee hours of the morning on this topic. Uh, just some exclusive tea on what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> 
I think it's mutually. I agree with you, Zaley. Also, I think it's mutually constitutive. I feel like mm. you have to. You have to have. Oh wait! Oh my God! Constitutive. Can we just stand that for a second? I'm gonna put an applause line in there. <laughs> Thank you. I think I'm just saying it feels like you have to have a little bit of something, and then you have people have to be able to see that and be like, "Ooh," and run with it. You know, like I agree that. I mean, I don't want to get into. We had. I'm not even gonna get into the special idea. Let's just, uh-uh, let's not. Let's not. Let's not. But um, I do think you have to. I mean, I think like studies will support that too. Like there has to be an element of likability to you. There has to be an, even before there's like a a grab for status like you have to have a two feet to stand on and if you're like someone who's completely horrible and irredeemable is irredeemable or is it unredeemable i think it's unredeemable we, we, we understand what you're saying okay yeah i'm not yeah let's not debate semantics but if you're unredeemable i feel like you're, it's not likely that you'll be popular but we can we can talk more about that because i think there there are examples i can think of actually that d- disprove that theory but sometimes i I don't know. This special idea is hard to think about. I know that we don't want to go down that mm-mm, rabbit hole, mm-mm. but I just I just want to dip my foot in the rabbit hole for a little second. Oh, please God, okay, no. Okay, dip it. Okay, dip okay. It. Please God, don't. A little dip. Um, <laughs> but I just think about that for a really long time because, yes, we're giving them these things to say, like, yes, you are popular. We might be contributing to that. But what initially drew us in to them in the first place that we want to build them up and, like, keep making them popular? So I keep going back to are these people already inherently special? What about them? You know, it doesn't, they can't be detached from each other, but. Totally. I totally agree that they can't be detached. And that's kind of part of the thing is like, I I think I'm imagining popularity is something that's completely about this inner potential and this inner charm and this inner whatever gravitas that someone might have. But it also is about like beauty. And it's also about, race it's also about money like those are all things that and obviously depending on what community you're in that's going to change but when i'm thinking about people who are popular but not necessarily likable i'm like oh but that person's kind of hot or like when i think about people who are not (laughs) hot and not rich who are popular i'm like oh but they're pretty likable so it just feels like there's a (laughs) um like a there are a couple of there are lots of correlations and there's lots of there's like a, a a constellation of factors and a constellation of traits that i think can come together to create popularity that's not necessarily only about like inner potential or inner qualities and it's also not necessarily about only about outer qualities what are you thinking about over there zaley yeah what's going on my coconut you're so right the definition of (laughs) this empty coconut (laughs) 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 the definition of popularity it's complicated it's like there has to be like maybe like I'll, I'll choose a number like maybe there's 15 things and you got to check like eight of the eight of the 15 to even be like part of that beginning pool to be considered mm-hmm. um but those 15 things are constantly changing mm-hmm. i'm just thinking like you know when mean girls came out in 2000 and whatever pretend three it was like oh 2003 yes, the accuracy I was kind of crazy so. So just a correction on this, Mean Girls actually came out in 2004, and we cannot do a disservice to this legend of a movie. If you haven't seen it recently, watch it again. But you know what? In our hearts, it came out in 2003 because Maya said that with so much confidence that we all believe her, and I believe in her all the time, and I will continue to. So as far as I'm concerned, it came out in 2003. (laughs) When Mean Girls came out in 2003, it was like, 
you guys cannot sit with us on Wednesdays. We were pink. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was three girls and one walks out in front and they walk in slow motion and they mm -hmm. wear matching clothes and they do sleepovers and they don't invite other people to their parties. And now it's like, do you have an aesthetic that's like mm -hmm. artsy enough, but also like you don't care, but also like... I'm exclusive, but like not on purpose. It just happens that my friends are all here and you're not. But it's like, girl, it's just a party. Like you can mm -hmm. come, but you're mm -hmm. not invited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like very complicated and it's a little more subtle. Mm. Definitely. I feel like people have there. There different things have become relevant. And I feel like we're starting to complicate like the blonde, beautiful, rich girl may not always be the most popular person in a bunch of different scenarios. And I think that's because we're starting to complicate like the kinds of things that we think are cool. And I feel like relevancy is also really a part of it. Like you were saying, aesthetic is a huge thing. And it's like, are you, do you have interests? Like now I feel like popular people have interests in a way mm. that like old popular people don't have. That's so like, it's cool to care. Oh yeah. Like you, if, if you're not protesting or if you're not like, making sculptural art in your mom's backyard <laughs> like i want to see you doing something mm. oh, it's getting so hard for popular people now popular people have to be <laughs> they have to so be many talented yeah they have to have <laughs> good social media it's actually a full-time job being popular wow and i think i see that in our high school just knowing because in our high school there was a transition from a bunch of people not really caring about social issues and the people who did care about social issues were kind of sometimes outcasted. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And now our seeing our high school now, like everybody cares about a social issue. And if you're not doing it, what are you doing? Right. You know? <laughs> right. So it's kind of changed from not caring, like being super casual or whatever. So nonchalant to being, I don't know, this person of like a jack of all trades, you know? You have to be able, you just have to have a thing. Like, it's just not cool to not have a thing anymore. I feel like you have to be engaged with the world. Um, and being, like, hot, beautiful, and smart are obviously all great things. I said hot, beautiful, and smart. But I guess hot and beautiful are different, maybe. Different. Can, that's a different episode. <laughs> uh, but I'm also thinking <laughs> about, like, difference? popularity can also, I think we're thinking about it in a really positive light as people who control uh, social dynamics, which they do, but pop you can also be popular for like really bad things and for really bad reasons <laughs> that you do not want to be popular for and that people are like, ooh, remember X and X, Y, and Z? Like, mm, that wasn't cool. So I feel like it's definitely a double-edged sword. Is all press good press? You know how they say like all attention mm -hmm. is good attention? Do you think that's true? Mm. No way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can name three billion examples that disproves that. <laughs> I'd rather be a nobody than be Three somebody million. like, okay, I'd rather be a nobody than be Jesse Smollett right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's facts. Okay. But I'd rather be a somebody than be someone who did something a little less bad. You know what I'm saying? There, there's a mm. negotiation there between where you're willing to go to be in the press like that. Hey, nosy listeners. Thank you so much for listening. I just want to talk a little bit about my favorite business, which also happens to be a business that I own. It's called homebodylearning.com and it's a monthly subscription to unlimited live classes that you can take in the comfort of your own home. Subscribers have access to live yoga and boxing classes and new classes are being added each month. And when you subscribe today, your first month is free. If you're looking for ways to get your body moving 
or lost access to your gym during this crazy time, Homebody is a great way to bring your gym home. So when you're ready to get started, just visit homebodylearning.com to subscribe. That's homebodylearning.com. And without further ado, let's get back to the show. I don't know. This conversation is just really making me think about Kanye West in terms of like you can be popular for really bad things. And how does popularity, how is it sustained? And when you do something bad, like how does that add to popularity? What what does it change from becoming still becoming popular or okay, cancel, 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 they're done. And there's just certain people that aesthetic, they've like been able to rely so much on aesthetic and so much on coolness and so much on how like appearance and how they portray themselves um for their popularity that whatever they say their popularity isn't hindered and it's not yeah. nothing happens to it but and i think that's like how it can be used for something that's bad is that an idea can continue on without anyone really questioning it totally and if you think about somebody like britney spears who is really popular online in the meme sphere and the instagram sphere like instagram popular can go a lot of different in a lot of different directions because people on instagram and twitter including myself will like laugh at anything you know Mm -hmm. and when you think about britney spears who's someone who i fully believe actually has is having mental health problems i think she she probably needs a little help like we'd be making memes out of her left and right like people will just laugh (laughs) all day long you know Mm -hmm. it's just kind of messed up it feels like the rubrics change a lot depending on what realm you're in our relationship with britney spears and kanye west is pretty toxic and it Mm -hmm. kind of reminds me of i mean the world is in high school but it kind of reminds me of (laughs) high school still in the sense that sometimes the most popular people are the people that we just love to hate Mm -hmm. so true (laughs) not that we hate britney spears we we laugh at her expense no damn yes that's what (laughs) that's what the world does i'm telling you like it is we definitely have a complicated relationship with britney spears but Mm -hmm. i remember some of the best moments in high school maya were me and maya maya and i sorry (laughs) maya and i I on the train (laughs) debriefing about just the idiocy that was like popularity and just talking shooting the for lack of a better word sugar honey iced tea shooting the shit (laughs) about people in our grade and how Mm -hmm. crazy and i think part of it is we we love to hate them we love to talk about them maybe popularity in order to be popular you have to be someone that is interesting to talk about yeah that's how they maintain relevancy too is like the conver- they're in the conversation regardless of if it's good or not yeah yes there are some people who have just maintained relevance and they have a knack for it they have a talent for it they are like zealots they're always a part of history they appear mm-hmm. like forrest gump like they're always a part of just like <laughs> oh what are you doing here like there's leonardo dicaprio beyonce oprah they've all been a part of our conversation for literal decades like wait they were there in the 90s mm-hmm. it's crazy they have a talent yeah. for it And I was going to say that part of it, too, is I'm thinking about these long train rides where I would just be in stitches laughing about people in high school, which maybe (laughs) maybe people did that about me. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't have to know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Whatever. Um, Part of it, too, is like, yeah, exactly. If you laugh that hard about me, you deserved it. Okay. People deserve (laughs) laughter. It's fine. Um, Part of it, too, is like it, it. it separates it's a way of like creating your own identity like that's kind of the thing of like when you're the haves versus the have-nots the popular people versus the unpopular people like by me laughing and pointing at the people that i thought were popular like oh oh my god so silly like i kind of reaffirmed who i thought i was 
by being like i'm not like that like i don't care about that when Mm. it's like obviously we care about we could it's highly likely that we care about similar things it's not impossible that i want to be adored and loved by everyone i know in fact it's true but it's just i'm not able to express it in the same way that you are so i think that's really interesting to think about the way that we like create our own identities against each other and i also think speaking to what you're saying Zelia, there is something really interesting about celebrity culture and like the people who have maintained relevancy over 10 20 30 years in hollywood because there's something about it that's really aspirational don't you think mm-hmm. yes it is so fun to aspire to pe- be people and like you said maya we do create our identities i think even against celebrities as well like in our mm-hmm. own interpersonal relationships where like i know i'm not that i don't know who i am yet but i know i'm not <laughs> like this person <laughs> not that and can i just say it is extremely fun to be if we had to like if there was a social situation it is extremely fun to be a have not i mean not in terms of literal money and food but in terms of just like social hierarchies it is extremely fun to judge the people at the top and the people at the bottom to be kind of in that middle range and be able to like have a bird's eye view and everything that's going on but yes celebrity and just like having something to it they there it serves so many functions we're able to mm-hmm. develop our own identities we're able to look and say okay this is what i want to be someday this is what i want to have this is what i don't want i mean popularity just does that for us it's in some ways an efficient social order yeah i agree just going off a little bit more about like how does it function i think that it's exactly what you're saying what you're both saying but it feels affirmational. Do you know what I mean? It feels like, okay, what you were saying, like, I see that in myself. I see this. So it serves more of a purpose of like comparison for me. And like, that's why celebrities are thriving. It's like, even if they have success and you want that success, knowing that part about you that you want success is affirmational. You're like, okay, I am driven. I am this, I'm that. Just seeing yourself in in parts of people or in celebrities, it serves so much. It's like fantasy is the whole appeal. Totally. And that's why I kind of think, and this is, I don't want to get too deep on celebrities because it's, that is another rabbit hole to fall down, but I think it is kind of a, it's a big responsibility, I think, or I would imagine that you have, it's a huge weight on your shoulders to know that you're being an example for people. And I know that's something people talk about a lot. Like, I don't want to be your example. And I don't mean in a, in a, like a role model corny sense. I mean, literally like people are comparing their lifestyles to your lifestyles and using you as a model to construct or deconstruct their own lives so i think that could be kind of like what we're all saying i think that could be the function of celebrity-ness and even popularity in our society because it helps you like see and understand yourself a little bit better if that makes sense so i mean obviously that's a a role of how it functions and why we use popularity in society but what are other things like what are other ways that popularity functions like what do we get out of it what can we use it for um, I was actually reading something on psychology today because I'm a psych major and I don't know. That's plug. Just, yeah. Pl- plug, you plug. were, you were a psych. Oh, that's true. Please don't rip me of my last shred of identity. <laughs> Let's move into the present. <laughs> that's Maya. all I have. Um, okay. I was a psych major and, um, I was reading this article that this person's name is Carl E. Pickhart. Hi, Carl. <laughs> Pickhart talks about the way that uh, popularity sort of develops the desire for popularity develops out of adolescence and it's because as you're getting older 
like you know around your preteen years the zits the growing boobs you start to realize like you kind of struggle to to fit that role of a child you're like i'm not i'm my own person but i'm also my mommy and daddy's kid like that's kind of a, a turmoil that people go through um and so there starts to be a lot of distancing even from yourself from your family so it's a, a kind of a time in your life where you feel a little bit lost and so to reconcile that i feel like a lot of kids will turn to social dynamics and social settings to get validation uh, and he mm-hmm. talks about the way that popularity is a means of protection. It's a means of affirming like who you are. And that's why I feel like it can be so intoxicating is like you feel really safe when you're popular because you know that people are around you are always going to like boost you up. Um, but he also says something really interesting. He says popularity is political. Friendship is personal. Popularity is about rank. Friendship is about relationship. Popularity is more casual and friendship is more caring. So I think he was trying to give a good like uh, a motto for his for the end of the a lesson for the end of his article. But I do think that's really interesting to think about how popularity functions as a political strategy. And it makes me think about a lot of politics going on right now. Popularity does provide us with a sense of safety in a, in, in a sense that, you know, we will never be alone. You'll always have friends. And I think that's something that we all observe, like part of the intoxication of popularity is that those people never seem alone and right now i'm alone i feel lonely but if i was this person i would have 10 people at my house right now and we would all be partying um but i think what Picard is also saying that there's like a fallacy within it that those people who you've charmed and created relationships with at least in my own life i've, I've observed that when i do get around popular people i'm like these ki- these relationships kind of feel shallow they don't feel as real as my friendships which is probably why people some people will have secret friends some people will fully be with their mm. friends and not instagram them and not yep. snapchat them having an affair and not yes mm. they're having a friendship affair because they know <laughs> that like in terms of their their politics they cannot be seen you know mm-hmm. they cannot be like or it just wouldn't it wouldn't um they wouldn't earn any social capital from being around these people but at the same time they like them Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a fallacy that popularity and friendship have anything to do. I mean, they do have some to do with each other, but they are not um, as connected as I, I think we think they are. I think just popularity as a sense of security and how that acts in school and moving into adulthood and moving into the workplace is a really interesting thing to look at. And like, how do you how do you keep that security in the workplace when popularity looks a little bit different? Um, because what you were saying is like social capital looks different and what you consider or define social capital as is no longer the same thing. Um, and I guess that, you know, that's just in the workplace. It looks like networking. It looks like being on your P's and Q's, check clocking at the right time, making certain connections and doing all those things. But yeah, just the sense of security and popularity changes over time with how social capital is defined. Right. Super. It's super hard to start to graduate and get into like the real world meat market. And you're like, hold up a second. Nothing. None of the techniques, none of the things that I learned in high school, none of the coping mechanisms are working now. Mm-hmm. Like you're in this like freeform space and you really structure the way that if you'd like popular people to exist in your life, then you have to kind of scaffold out that house mm. of hierarchy and like recreate it in your mind. Because really those things aren't I mean, they're even less real than they were in high school, in college. Um, at work popularity looks really really different it's like I gotta get close to my manager now and like that's the only kind of relationship that I really know how to use but in terms of like hanging in the 
I'm, I'm kind of lost about what, because also at work, you can't really be your whole self. Part of work is mm-hmm. that you're supposed to be professional at work. And so like, it, it's, it's really hard to navigate. Totally. Yeah. My biggest fear is having to be professional at work. <laughs> Let me not say that because it's if, one of your biggest fears. If future employers find me on this podcast, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> but I will say that, yeah, that's such a big part of it, Zaley, is that you can't really, you can't bring your whole self to the table more often than not. And I think the idea of being in community spaces is something we're so used to as we get as we're just growing up and you know, we have school and school is our whole life, but then you start going to work and you're like, wait, this is not everyone's whole life. Like you're not, you're not like talking, talking doo-doo, talking crap with your coworkers in your Instagram chat after school. Like, Oh, what are you guys doing? Like it just doesn't happen. (laughs) So it's, I think it is much harder to recognize like what popularity looks like. And it's also like, would I want to be popular at work? Would I want to be someone who's like sitting on my boss's Lapping like, what are you talking about? Going, where are you sitting? I was, going, I was going metaphorical. I just mean, like, do I want to be someone who's like really brown nosing? And if that's what popularity looks like in my job culture, I don't know if I want that. And it's also like, popular adults are just famous people. That, that's kind of the case. Like, you can't really, the most popular person in your office setting is not gonna be the most popular i don't know it's a hard translation i feel like it's a big jump rather i think wow nosy listeners i am on the edge of my seat you can find all kinds of fascinating pieces on my blog myalane.blog that's m-a-y-a-l-a-y-n-e dot blog articles op-eds fun facts about me and short stories included New to the blog is my Poems for You page, where you can get a customized poem by filling out a quick and painless form. Head to myalane.blog for more info. It's a great page, I promise! But the most popular person at work really matters, because Mm. as we get older, popularity starts to affect that paycheck. (laughs) It starts to affect our love lives. It starts to affect our literal health. There is a study on PNAS, which stands for the Proceedings of the National... (laughs) Let me see if I can say this fast. PNAS, the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States of America. (laughs) You're welcome. They published a study called Social Relationships and the Physiological Determinants of Longevity Across Human Lifespan. It basically says that our popularity and the strength of our social connections and network becomes a determinant for um, biomarkers of literal physical health, um, mm. a higher degree of social integration, and I quote, a higher degree <laughs> of social integration was associated with lower risk of physiological dysregulation. What are you going to say? Um, I was just going to say that makes so much sense, like that your biology is affected. There's that. other psych theories that talk about stress and you know, when you're anxiety and you're thinking about social in, social interactions and you're getting anxiety from that because you feel insecure in social areas, then you're going to feel stressed out and stress already causes your body to, you know, start functioning. Your immune system drops, your body becomes weak, like all of these different things. It's it's connected. It's social. It's physical. That makes sense to me that that study exists. Yeah, and just jumping off of what Kiara says, the lifespan for somebody, this is another psych fact, but the lifespan for somebody who lives in a community is just much higher for someone who would live alone by themselves. Like loneliness is a huge 
um, it just impacts your health a lot. So the idea that like, okay, so we're human, we're human social creatures, A, but like B, if you can figure out how to command that chain, if you can figure out how to be at the top of that, whatever that looks like, that social world, I can only imagine the health benefits you'd get. Glowing mm. skin, beautiful hair. <laughs> Is that why jobs. popular people have glowing skin? Maybe. Maybe mm. they figured it all out. Maybe when they all live us, I mean, I don't know. We we don't know what will happen to them. Ooh, Kiara, popularity. you let us know. <laughs> Popularity as a healthcare regimen, regi- what is it? Regimen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's like a new model. Should I like Popularity sell that? as self-care. Yes. <laughs> I think that would go viral. I think people are already doing that without knowing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. I literally can't hang out with you. You're kind of lame and I need to self-care right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I, my skin is just really acting up this Yeah, week. I like can't take the stress of being photographed <laughs> with you. And it's interesting because it, it's not, it, it almost feels like, I mean, if this is something that's so important, it's literally important to our, you know, our blood pressure, our BMI, our th- things that are life threatening to us, then it's kind of unfair that it feels like popularity persists. It, it It's kind of like, you know, being poor. It's really hard to become rich when you're poor. It's really hard to become popular when you're not. And it feels like even as we get older, the, the same people who were popular in third grade are popular in eighth grade. They're popular in college and they're popular as they go into the workplace and start to get jobs. So if it's this thing that is always there, I mean, is it this thing that's always there? I mean, it can't be because I'm going to be popular and I'm not right now. So, <laughs> I mean, it's just my time is coming. And I kind of feel like... This is the thing we were alluding to earlier, where it's like popular. The definitions of popularity just change, and it's quite possible that the like what my popularity is, or what my popularity could be, doesn't really exist yet, or that people aren't, you know, ready to acknowledge it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All these like plugs. Let me stop for yourself, guys. I'm kidding. It's funny. (laughs) I'm laughing. Don't Don't embarrass me. Will somebody give this girl some attention so she can stop hounding us to make her popular, bro? Just kidding. <laughs> we love you, Maya. Um. So yeah, I agree with you, Zaley. Though it does definitely feel like it persists. It feels like a very concretized cycle that you can't really break. Kiara, what do you think? I think yeah, because just personal experience, popularity is starting to change for me. And in terms of the workplace. And how I think of popularity in the workplace, it also reminded me what Zaley was talking about when popularity is a part of like choosing the community that you surround yourself with. Um, And moving into the workplace now, I'm feeling this thing of, I mean, we're also in a recession, but popularity means to get a particular job or be in a particular field or do a field that... And I think Zaley's kind of helping me unpack this, but right now I'm in this point where there's less options because of the recession. And I really want to be in these creative fields because that also, to me, that kind of feels not like popular, but it makes me feel like credible. And maybe credibility is now my new definition of popularity, or it makes me feel like I'm doing something that I can, like, and Zaley was saying, like, I can share this work and I can share what I'm making. And like, these creative things are important because there's kind of this proof of my work or not proof of my work, but I'm able to share it with other people. 
Um, yes. If you like have a very creative job, a very cool job, it's something that everyone thinks is cool. If oh, your yeah. job is you're making a lot of money, but you're like sitting behind a desk in a cubicle, like no one's going to think that's cool and no one can participate. And then it kind of feels like your life, you can't use the social capital that you're earning at work for the social capital that you would earn in your social settings. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're like a Nike creative director, then mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, girl, when's the new shoes coming out? Yes. You're like, oh, girl, I'm going to tell you like, and let me like, get you the drop it's like symbiotic and so symbiotic you're able to like marry those two things and you're just you're yeah your social capital is just growing 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 yeah capitalism man <laughs> always comes back <laughs> always the ghost that haunts capitalism i also think that another type of role that i mean aside from just creative roles the kind of role where you can, uh, you're a gatekeeper, if you work in HR, if you're an admissions director, if you're doing something where like you hold the keys mm. to the universe and you can, I mean, any, even just any role, I think where you, you're like, girl, I can get you in there. Girl, yeah. I work at Goldman Sachs, do an interview, you, like, yep. <laughs> I got you. That's mm. another one where you can start to um, earn some status outside of work itself that's so true yeah and then i feel like through that we see the way that popularity is important in a bigger more meta set and that you know let me not even say meta it's not meta it's like real there's real effects like the kinds of things that we uphold as being popular and the kinds of things that we want to see in our media because i feel like and this is my love letter to pop culture is like when we think about pop culture it's a really weird funky aspirational messed up mirror that we hold up to our society to see the kinds of things we like to see the kinds of things we don't like but i think what's important to realize is we have the means to change that because popularity is defined by us like you can define your own version of popularity right really we make things popular and i think that's hard to even recognize that we have the power to do those things because the things that are popular we're like it it just kind of feels like someone decided that but really the populace makes popular things and to be aware of that power i think just unlocks a whole lot of keys yeah and that was a part of our question was is popularity innate and now that we're going through all of our definitions we're like no we're we created this there's certain attributes that we built to make popularity but i think that a hard part about it and why it feels so like elusive is because it popularity is deceiving because it feels fixed. Even though we know that we're contributing and we're having all these things that combine and create popularity and how we interact with that is also what creates popularity. So I think realizing that is actually really liberating, but it's super hard because the idea of it feels so fixed. And, um, if we are kind of deciding popularity, if we can start to get in the frame of mind of, oh, wait, it's not fixed, we kind of get to decide it, then we also have to accept the fact that there are so many biases then that are coming into our def. I mean, if it's like anything else, our society is racialized, our society is homophobic, our society is misogynistic, then those kinds of factors are going into the decisions about who gets to be popular and who who doesn't, who gets to, who has to be lame. Hey everyone, it's Kiara. Thank you so much for listening to Nosy. I just wanted to pop in with a little shameless plug. If you just love podcasts so much and you want to listen to more, tune into my other podcast hosted by me and my friend Makari. It's called Period the Podcast. 
is our lax space where we talk about being black 20-somethings, fresh college graduates, and make sure to hold space for discussions in the POC community. Tune in every other Friday on Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, I don't know, but this makes me think of um, this meme. Well, not a meme. It's just Lady Gaga and herself. (laughs) But she says this like same exact phrase of like, it takes one person in a room to believe in you. Or like, it takes one person, blah, blah, blah. And there's like several different memes of them editing all of these clips that she said at every single press conference over and over again. But it's so true. It's like you have the power to say if you're popular or not, to be honest. (laughs) That's what it but also you, know? you have the power to walk into a room and, and, and oftentimes, you know, at parties, like there's a circle around one person. Mm-hmm. You have the power to start creating that circle around someone who you think deserves popularity. I think if you're aware of the fact that, you know, your decision about popularity has to do with classism, then you can say, you know what, here's a way that I'm going to counteract that. I'm going to walk up to someone who's poor because I know that <laughs> poor people have been completely demonized, no, completely demonized in media and the way that we think i'm gonna walk up to a person who i think is a lower socioeconomic status walk up to them and be like hey girl what what, what's up i'm you know what i mean like these are the the small protests that we can do in our own lives i didn't say that in the most eloquent way but if you see someone and you're like wait maybe racism has to do with the fact that i don't like this person then maybe engage with them and give them some power in a social space in a room Um, i think that could be really powerful Mm-hmm. Do you guys think it's problematic at all that we're not <laughs> like, I think what you're saying Zaley, is really true. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm, yes, girl. But I'm also <laughs> like, is it problematic that we're not like advocating for the dismantling of popularity? Of popularity. Should we be doing that? Hmm. All That's together? a really good question. I don't know. I'm just thinking like I, we all openly said that being popular, I guess maybe not. Cause now we're seeing that popularity live, makes you live longer and stuff. So, so I don't know. Well, but there are some ways that there are some types, forms of popularity that I think are not toxic. I think that there are other ways that popularity can be a form of protest popularity. You know, we made, for example, Taraji P. Henson popular uh, probably 15 years after her career started in, you know, Hidden Figures. She started getting a bunch of movies, a bunch of roles. People started to celebrate her. Um, So there are some ways that we can take popularity, turn it on its head and be like, you know, this person deserves notoriety. This person deserves credibility. This person deserves our attention and giving your attention to someone who hasn't always had it and who, you know, is owed that attention is really, um, it's, it's like a form of revolution, I think. So a perfect example of kind of talking about pi- popularity as protest is Viola Davis. And she's kind of talking about how her career is extremely comparable to these heavyweights in the acting industry, such as Meryl Streep and Sigourney Weaver, um, and how she hasn't received this recognition that her career is basically the same. She's won all these awards, um, but she's still being compared to Meryl Streep as the black Meryl Streep. So here's a clip right now. I got the Oscar. I got the Emmy. I got the two Tonys. I've done Broadway. I've done off-Broadway. I've done TV. I've done film. I've done all of it. I have a career that's probably comparable to Meryl Streep, Julianne Moore, let's Sigourney Weaver. They all came out of Yale. They came out of Juilliard. They came out of NYU. They had the same path as me. 
and yet I am nowhere near them. Not as far as money, not as, as far as job opportunities, nowhere close to it. But I have to get on that phone and people say, you're a black Meryl Streep. <laughs> there is no one like you. Okay, then if there's no one like me, you think I'm that, you pay me what I'm worth. You give me what I'm worth. One of the one of the things that I really love about the way Viola speaks in this clip is I think that we kind of think of popularity and celebrity as something that's kind of sub subtle. Celebrities don't really talk about, hey, I don't have as many followers on Instagram and I deserve this. That would be a huge breach of just like social Code. social norms. Yes, exactly. But she she says she like kind of is saying she's like, pay pay me. But she's not really talking to the direct the casting directors and the people who actually get to make the choices about her pay. What she's kind of talking about or the I feel like she's talking to the collective us like she's like y'all need to celebrate me you guys need to um get into you guys need to start to demand me i have I, i've i've paid my dues i've done the same movies i've been in the same i've i have the same training so like along with hollywood you guys need to make me popular and in demand so that i am propped up you know on your silver screens yeah, and I, I think that goes back to what we were saying, an attribute of popularity is humility. Recognizing that you are popular and that you're special, but also you can't be like, yes, I am, but stop. You know, like that's <laughs> that's a that's a quality of it. And that's when you understand when you're talking about popularity as protest, it's socialized, it's racialized, it's all of these things. And humility can't be afforded to black people. It can't be afforded to certain people of particular like social groups. Um and that's yeah. That's why I think that it was so powerful for Viola Davis to, to blatantly be like, I am compared to the Black Meryl Streep because usually Black people are Black. Yeah, Black people in Hollywood have to kind of sit there and do all of these roles and say nothing about it because humility is popular. Humility, you know, is it's, it's accepted. It's likable. But Black people can't do that. And certain groups of people just can't do that. Yeah, I think speaking to what Kiara is saying, what's super important to think about is that we can't really take well uh, we can't really take for granted that the things that are good are going to be popular. We're this is not a meritocracy, right? It's not the kind of society where if you work really hard and you're really really good, like you're going to get far. It doesn't work like that because there's so many obstacles that come in the way of women and uh just any kind of identity comes with its own obstacles and that affects how popular you will become. So I feel like in order to make the things that deserve to be popular or not even deserve to be popular, but that deserve the benefits of being popular, like a, an actress like Viola Davis, who is so amazing and so, so talented, you have to demand that. You have to demand it. Like people have to be asking for, like Zaley said, people have to ask to see Viola Davis. People have to want to see Viola Davis. And you have the power to do that. It's not like this thing that's like, oh, you know, she's good. It'll happen for her eventually. Like, no, it's active. You have to decide that. The things that you care about can become popular if you decide to make that happen. Agreed. Thank you so much, Maya. You've left us with something to think about and do. Nosy Pod is a product of Nosy Media and was mixed, edited, produced, and creatively directed by members of our own team. Our theme song is Soul Jazz Legacy, produced by Signe. Special thanks to Women in the World, Psychology Today, and Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Subscribe to Nosy Pod wherever you get your podcasts. And tune in on Sundays for our Nosy Reads. 
And if you have some strong opinions, a question you want answered, or want to leave some feedback, leave an Apple podcast review, send us a DM, or stay mad. You can find us being our usually nosy selves at instagram.com slash nosypod. Until next time, stay nosy.